0: This week's episode of Here's on Get is brought to you in part by Discord Bands. Discord Bands are when someone hurts your feelings enough that you need to have them censored from your internet. Discord Bands coming from a person with thin skin near you.
1: Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly intergalactic podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker,
0: and with him today, as always, it's Tab. Welcome back, everybody. Another exciting episode. 280 episodes in a row, a feat that far too, too few podcasts can complete. Yep. Uh, Gonna, no seasons here. Yeah. Well, no, there are seasons. We're in season five. Sure, uh, but but we're, we're not taking. You know, we're not. Oh, you you mean like it's not like oh yeah sorry. Like so a we're TV show. Take a take the summer off yeah. and then come back. Yeah, our seasons are indicate a co host change, not yeah. a. Uh, uh, yeah, not not to name names, but a certain podcast has taken another week's hiatus. Uh, is this the beginning of the end? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, boy, I've been uh, spent this week back to school. Like Rodney Dangerfield. Like Rodney Dangerfield hanging out at my alma mater. Yeah. Uh, at night, during the day, I've been doing other random shit. You know what the best uh, thing about college chicks is? They stay the same age. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, to be too completely honest with you, uh, the the girls in the musical theater department when I was in school, snipers almost every one of them. Really? Yeah. The girls in the uh, musical theater department now, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of weird. Huh? Uh, yeah. During the days I've been doing like a random shit, visiting some of my favorite restaurants and places that I've, I haven't been. I went to, um, I went and drove the last batch of Route 66 that I haven't driven, which yeah. is ironically like a city that I basically lived in. <laughs> uh, I did that on Friday. I also went to the Lego store and I was going to go pick up the uh, Seinfeld set Yeah, because you know I like Seinfeld. And they were sold out. So I was kind of looking around, seeing if there's anything else interesting. And I'm standing there. And then one of the employees walks up and he puts on the shelf this, the DeLorean, this new DeLorean that came out Friday with the day that I was there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. A new DeLorean. It's bigger than the one that that came out several years ago. And I picked it up and I was looking at the box and this guy walks up next to me. He's like, hey, do you have any more of those to an employee? And the guy's like, no, no, that's our last one. I was like, well, I'm definitely buying (laughs) those. So then Saturday I went and hooked up my laptop to the sound system in the venue I'm working in yeah. and watched Back to the Future 1 and 2 and it was awesome. Through the sound system. Through the, the sound the system? Yeah, while well yeah. I built the Lego set and worked on other work That's stuff. That's pretty cool. It's a cool Lego set, I got to say. Uh what I went to Pops, you know, Route 66 in Oklahoma icon where they sell oh, yeah. glass bottle soda. Inflation's hit them hard. You remember how that used to be a dollar 89 a soda?
1: Well, it was uh it was like a, like a t- it's a it was a it was a tenner for a six pack.
0: Yeah, well, I bought three six packs and it was fifty bucks. Holy shit! Yeah, they're two sixty nine a bottle
1: now. F- Fifteen for a six pack now. Yeah, damn.
0: Yeah, it's wild.
1: Yeah, but they they don't. It's uh yeah they have glass bottle of soda, but they also I mean they just have like, they just have, they get sodas from everywhere.
0: Yeah, that was the other thing was that the selection was kind of terrible. Like, we used to be, uh, so the bottom row in every every case mm-hmm. was gone. There was no longer a bottom row. Oh, really? They had taken those shelves out. Huh. And it used to be that every um, row, every column, column in the row was a different flavor. Well, now there you'll see like two and three uh, was, soda that, in two that or was- three slots. So there seems supply chain issues in that they can't get the variety of soda they used to have, and they also can't get the volumes, which is why they took the bottom. I was going to say
1: last time I went, they didn't have like multiple um, categories in a single column for like the lesser stuff. Like you're not going to have a whole column of blueberry soda. Uh, like, like some of like the smaller like fruit flavors. Oh yeah, were, they, they yeah.
0: have they have a whole case that's just like these are random flavors like yeah. the root beer. There's a whole there's whole a whole column. case of, yeah, root, yeah. of root beer. When I say column, I mean the column of just a single flavor. So like Sioux oh, City okay. sauce like That's in a column. The okay. row. The door is the case. Okay, gotcha. So the row is the each shelf. So they took out the bottom shelf on everything. That's and then whereas it used to be one. You know, oh, they, City, they, they were, Road, there would never be a repeat. There was never a repeat. Now there's a lot of repeats. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, the, so that kind of sucks. The, you would see, not necessarily a repeat. Is that beat. your mic?
0: Or is that mine? But yours? What is making that sound? Because it's no really annoying. That's your mic. I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't touched it. It's both of them. Why am I still hearing them if they're muted? I, it's that mic uh, it's, it's that a mic Mike. that's not even in use so it's <laughs> not even being recorded there it is finally found it god that's
1: embarrassing It's what it's like It's what it's like to do your job yeah it is uh, uh but yeah pops great i mean i found some crazy stuff throughout the years there um black lemonade mm-hmm. uh they of course they have the all the the ones that are now internet famous the lester's fixins. Where it's like buffalo wing soda and ranch soda and yeah. sweet corn soda and just they don't even keep those in stuff. the cooler. No, they, that's the that's that's my favorite part. Is <laughs> they don't even keep those on the cooler. There's on because the nobody shelf. wants
0: to drink them, but they no. do want to buy one. That's yeah, them in their yeah. six pack. Yeah, so a, I had a chocolate peanut butter soda once from
1: there. Oh, That sounds gross. It was fucking delicious.
0: The other thing that I bought, so we got together. I I rush back. This is the weird thing, right? We did movie night at, at Truckin and Tuckin's house last night. Yeah. Uh, Truckin and Tuckin, of course, lives there. Yes, you live only a few miles away. Uh-huh. I was coming from another city, and yeah. somehow I got there before both of you. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I brought with me. I was at a liquor store, and they now are, they now are very common. Very uh, common. These old fashioned mixed premixes, so even you, in a can, even in cans. Sometimes. You pop the the thing on it, pour it over ice, and garnish it, and it's like, oh, this is. They sell a bunch this.
1: of those on Amazon now.
0: Well, yeah, those are mixers though. These are in liquor stores because they have the alcohol yes, in the, them. Yes, yes, yes. So I bought one um, specifically. I bought a bullet bourbon one, and then I made yeah, a bullet from bourbon, bullet, yeah, old fashioned. And you know, I brought everybody got two glasses last night, and I test t- taste taste test. Remember we taste tested them. Uh-huh. It was a science experiment. I told everyone we yeah. were science experimenting it. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, this one's fucking terrible. I, what <laughs> is the... Did you not put any sugar in this, Tab? Yeah. You dumb retard. It wasn't,
1: even, ju- it wasn't <laughs> even just that it didn't have any simple. It also tasted bad. It didn't taste just like plain whiskey.
0: No. It tasted, yeah. And so uh, I was like, you're you're absolutely right. I did not put simple syrup in this one because I didn't put anything in this one. Yeah. I just poured this bottle into a glass because that's what the instructions say. Yeah. And it was awful. No, it's... it's it was basically undrinkable. Yeah. it's uh,
1: It was like whiskey mixed with well water. It was whiskey um, and bitters, I think, is all it was. Yeah. It tasted watered down and it had an off taste to it. So much so that like... Had your regular old fashioned, and I was like, you know, I bet I could take some of this, which is nice and balanced, and uh, tamper out the other one with some of with some of the regular old fashioned.
0: Tried that, and it just made a worse. It just mo- made a worse thing, <laughs> like a thing monster. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's it, how it's how you end up with the end of the fly. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, it's uh, so I wouldn't recommend those to no. people. Um. I would I would recommend that above a non-alcoholic whiskey. But not not it would be under, you know. You can have a non-alcoholic whiskey old fashioned. You can have this bullet premix and be like, I guess. I guess I'll do the bullet premix. I'd rather just have a glass of water. <laughs> can you just like Uh, take some whiskey, pour it in your palms, and then kind of blow across your hand at me. So maybe like a little bit of it hits my face. It's worse. I mean, it was worse than a neat pour. Yeah. So
1: like, I mean, I just, I don't get it. I I don't understand it either. How can you fuck it up? You make the whiskey, add sugar syrup, which is in fucking everything. Yeah. uh, And then add, I'm sure, bullet either makes bitters or can um, source them from Angostura at you know, relatively low
0: cost. Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you not... How do you fuck that up? It's See, three that was, ingredients. That was the other thing is that it's in this little tiny bottle. So I made I made a cocktail the way I normally do, four servings, and that was essentially what was in this that little bottle. bottle. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this not in a full-size bullet bottle where you just put two-thirds of it or bullet, mm-hmm. one-third of it is... Uh, simple syrup, and then you just add, you know... Some, your, your simple syrup and bitters mix. Yeah. yeah. And then you add bitters on top of that, and then you have a 750 that that's like a several dozen drinks. Yeah. I don't really know who this is for, because I think if you're drinking an old-fashioned cocktail, you just have the ingredients at home. Mm-hmm. And if... So it's the, the most simple cocktail to make. And if you're not... If you want to drink it neat, you can just buy bourbon. Yeah. Like... It's like the, I've, I've seen the ones where it's an old fashioned mix, but it's in an Altoids tin, right? And yes. then you're on an airplane and you order like, oh, I'll take a li- one of the little tiny bottles mm-hmm. of Bullet or whatever. Yeah. And then you add that and you take your little premix in your Altoids can, and now you have an old fashioned that you, you, you know, you, you got it. You can make yeah. yourself on an airplane. I understand that concept. I don't understand this one because no. you can't take this on an airplane. You can't. Like if you're gonna put a bottle in your bag, why not put a bottle of of bourbon, of bourbon. and a bottle of simple syrup, and yep. then you just and and a thing of cherries. Because I've been trying, I've been get, like workshopping how yeah, I can yeah. take an old fashioned with me. And I thought of a system where I have like a shaker, and inside the shaker is a glass of of my cherries and my um jigger, mm-hmm. and then I also have next to that a bottle where i have pre-mixed bourbon and simple syrup so i just i was gonna
1: say is what they what this what the a bottle of that size should be is bullets old-fashioned mix where you buy a bot where you buy a bottle of bullet and you buy a bottle of that mm -hmm. and it's got this it's it's a mix of simple syrup bitters and you know like some um Orange and cherry flavoring, yeah, or Zest. oils, yeah, whatever it is. And so, you have so it's like pour two parts bourbon and one part
0: of the our, our premix, our premix, yeah, and then stir in your glass, and you're yes, done. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good that's what it to needs it. to be,
1: yeah. <laughs> I can, I c- that. then you can, then you can sell it at a grocery or, store, at a grocery store, yeah, yeah, I've, and this, yeah, and, and be like, this works with any, this works with any bourbon or any whiskey. But it's specifically tailored to, to, go with to go with bullet.
0: Yeah, that's the way to do it. Idiots. I, I don't. I don't get them. I don't know why they're they're doing it. They're all yeah. basically worthless in my book.
1: Cocktails in cans, super big now. They are. It's seltzers and cocktails in a can are now the big. Uh, what everyone wants to.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't sell recommend it, it though. Uh, what else? What you what you have going on this week, Tim?
1: Uh a break from working. That was pretty cool. Um which meant that I I now had to do I had now had to do uh home improvement stuff.
2: Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh would you do anything like cool in
0: the home no, improvement? No, absolutely no? not. Build a new fence, taller. More uh
1: hobo-proof. our neighbors our neighbors uh got um so I guess one one side of our fence has been replaced, which is nice because uh, um, the those fences. So the owners of the property on the other side of the house mm-hmm. are technically in charge of that that long side of our fence. Yeah, they're technically in charge of that. So like we, we can do minor repairs to it, but if we wanted to, we couldn't re- replace the whole fence. It's up to them. Uh, yeah um so they don't give a shit of course not. Uh, which why is why they? as long as the you know 25 plus years i've stayed i've lived here i think it's been replaced once and it's not and, and of course you get they get the absolute cheapest labor to do it someone's cousin that they know they can do it for you know 200 bucks um so the like the it, it's just like the simple wooden post you get at Lowe's. So all that shit rots
0: because of the rain and of mud course. we have. Um, yeah, you got to do the steel posts on the fence. I actually saw a cool design for a fence where uh, they they uh, routed a groove in the posts, mm-hmm. and then you just dropped boards in in between the two posts, cut to length, so they could kind of flex, but you didn't have you weren't attaching panels to the post, which ends up. Creating huh. a lean against them, it was kind
1: of
2: yeah. neat.
0: Um, but then the neighbors went for
1: like a eight foot tall fence, nice, and like not with no gaps. Yeah. Um. So that's nice. Um. Now I this bath I did, I do bathroom work, uh, plumbing. Uh,
0: we we did we redid our part of our kitchen. Yeah. Fun stuff. Well, uh, let's get into some issues, Tim. Here's my first issue. Here's what I don't get: regionalisms. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna get real specific. No one's gonna know what I'm talking about, but because uh, there's there's like the general ones we all know. I, there's a funny thing where you can tell where someone is from by like a few select words that yeah. people will use, and you can, like take the online quiz and it'll show you a picture. What do you call this? I think the one that most people know about is the little. Uh, insect that you find in the dirt that when it gets scared it turns itself into a ball uh-huh. at, at, for protection yeah and of course we call them roly-polies but other places they call them pill, pill bugs. bugs yeah um and so th- those are interesting you know people were like call, what
1: do you call uh soda yeah is you is call it pop it pop, soda, pop soda soda pop coke someplace some places just call it yeah yeah like, like can I get a Coke? Yeah, what kind? Uh orange Dr. Pepper. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um But like there's a, some really weird regional shit in here in Oklahoma that yes. freaks me out. It's I think it's because we're at like the the center of like
1: all these different areas the edge of we're at the center of where like the edges of all these different areas of the country US meet, up. meet meet up yeah. like the southwest the actual south the midwest the plains the mountain area like we're all like we are
0: the that central piece so here's my first example this is a weird thing um when you go to a mexican restaurant what do they serve uh just by default Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. Yeah. That's a pretty normal thing. I would assume. In the Oklahoma City area, and I mean the Oklahoma City area, period. Yeah. Nowhere else. Uh Uh-huh. You get served chips and salsa, but also this cup of cheese water. Cheese water. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't get it because it's not... And people go, is it queso? No. No, no. Queso Queso is queso. Yeah. And you have to pay for that. (laughs) Yeah. This is... This is like queso that's been watered down, so it's flavorless and is terrible texture, and is just generally gross, and I don't understand what its purpose is, but every fucking Mexican restaurant you go to in the greater Oklahoma City region, that's a thing that comes to the table, and you're like, and being not from there, you get your chips and sauce, you're like, ah, I love salsa, this must be queso, and you dip a chip (laughs) in it, and it comes out looking weird, and you're like, that is not quite and then you taste it and you're like, that is not queso. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and they'll go, Oh no, that's uh cheese and water. Like, Why would you serve this? No. This isn't food. The fuck is the matter with you? Like it's it's worse than
1: um what's the stuff in the jar? Oh cheese cheese whiz?
0: That's the stuff in the can that squirts out.
1: No, yeah, what's what's the thing I'm I'm thinking of in the jar? The like Frito Yeah, you want your free your yeah or the thing that comes in the uh the 2 gallon uh can.
0: Yes. Yeah, they, I, they just they just pour in and microwave and then they bring that yeah, to your the table.
1: Yeah, pitch, the the pitcher on it is uh is a, is a is a bunch of chips with that and like pickled jalapenos on it movie theater, you know, nachos. Yeah. It's worse than the it's worse than the cheese
0: you get with movie theater nachos. Movie theater nacho cheese is good. Yes. I don't care who you are. I'll eat that all day. Yeah. Uh yeah, I it's freaky that and i don't know where it comes from because like this is a foreign food right yeah you would think that it's oh the why is why is it the oklahoma city area that does this fucking weird cheese thing it's like uh cincinnati yeah
1: cincinnati chili
0: what is cincinnati chili
1: uh okay i know what you think chili is gross other than gross but like think of like the the texture and volume of a like a bowl, nice bowl of chili yeah or a, a bad bowl of chili as you would call it exactly um now imagine you threw that into a blender and added half as much water that's Ugh. cincinnati chili and also it has like
0: cinnamon in it Oh okay. and they fucking love it of course they do. And yeah, so why? where did they come up with that and why does it belong to them? <laughs> I don't know. Here's another really weird one. And this one seems to be more isolated to the Norman area.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I lived in Norman for several years and the first apartment- Which is just outside of Oklahoma City. Yeah, the first apartment we lived in, the bathroom doors had this weird locking system where okay. instead of having a little tab that you twist and it's locked or a yeah. push button that then you push and it's locked- you push the doorknob in and then you rotate it at eighth oh, of a turn okay. and that locks the door. Sure. And I thought this apartment complex was just built with weird doors. Yeah. And then we moved to a duplex and the duplex also had the weird doors. <laughs> and I didn't kind of th- I didn't really think about it after that. Yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, moved away, moved back to Tulsa with our fucking regular door locks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm down in Norman. I stay with these people for one night and i go to the bathroom and i'm trying to figure out how to lock the door and then i realize that it's this weird thing i'm like well that's a fucking weird doorknob <laughs> and then i'm staying in an airbnb the rest of the time and it also has the weird doorknob and then i remember the weird doorknob from yeah. the the apartment and i'm like this is a this is isolated to this little fucking town <laughs> why does this town have a weird it was like it was like a truck crash, and all I had were these <laughs> fucked up doorknobs. We're like,
2: well, we gotta use them
0: for something, and they just put
1: them everywhere. Like, so why weird. don't you
0: have regular doorknobs? It's
1: like they don't have like <laughs> Home Depot or Lowe's or, uh, they like, do, Ace hardware. Like, um, they have just a guy. There's just a guy that has a hardware <laughs> the store keeper of the and all he has are those fucking weird doorknobs.
0: It, that's gotta be it. Or the, or the home Depot was like, yeah, no one's ordering these. Let's just keep shipping them to Norman. Cause one contractor keeps buying them yep. on home Depot. Cause I, they're, they're cheap as shit. I don't know why I, I, and they're, it's fucking annoying. Like every yeah. time I was trying to get out of the bathroom, it was like wiggle twist, which way? God damn it. <laughs> Why? Why do they are? why was it designed that way? Why is it sold and why is it isolated this one specific region? Like yeah. how did it's it's an hour and a half to Tulsa. Like why, <laughs> why, why you would the, think some of them would have ended up right, here, but right. they didn't. No. Never seen them before in my life. Probably won't ever see them again after. I've seen them before, but not in person. <laughs> like <laughs> when you watch, a di- you watch a documentary like I'd rip that fucker off yeah. so hard. Yeah, it, it was uh, the history of, <laughs> history of handles. handles. how it's made on the, on the, on the history channel. No, you know what I love is how it's
1: really made Mm. on YouTube. You ever see those? No. It's, they take how it's made footage. Um, but then they, they have a different guy doing the voice, Ah. doing a very similar voice. Um, but he, he only narrating like what they show. Okay. So some, some parts get left out and some parts get totally, uh, of misconstrued
0: that's funny yeah yeah i i'm frankly like i'm dumbfounded by what why do these things language i kind of understand because we we end up just separated and we have these different cultures we have different languages for stuff but the weird like why are they who was the guy was like Uh, We're running low on queso. Let's put water in this cheese and we'll just serve it to him that way. Mm And then they decided that, that so someone, some, some, some fucking weirdo loved it. And they were like, we're just going to serve it with every meal. And then every restaurant had to start doing it because, I, you know, someone likes Cosino Domino. Yep. They do the cheese and water and then they go over here to La Botana. La Botana doesn't have the cheese and water. Hey, can I get the, the cheese stuff that comes with the nuts, chips and queso? I'm like, no, 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 not queso, though. I want the water cheese. <laughs> like, I guess we'll start fucking serving it, too. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. Yep. It's bizarre that like, this is why, this is why, again, why people think, oh, we can just have a federal government that runs everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can't have consistent Mexican food in the same fucking state. Yeah. And you want a federal government that can run everything across the country. Like, we all have, we currently have very, very different needs. The people in Norman need their dipshit doorknobs. <laughs> the people in Tulsa need to not fucking have that. <laughs> and... You can't put those doorknobs in the rest of the country. And similarly, you can't go to Norman and be like, you guys need to put regular fucking doorknobs on all your doors. This, this shit they is- They would riot. They would. They would fucking lose their minds. We like our weird doorknobs that takes you you regular people 15 minutes to get in and out of. It's, I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happens. And that's why it's a, a don't get. Yep. But it's it happens and, and it keeps and,
1: well, going you know, on. What's funny, though, is like some of those regionalisms are- like the biggest people will, like people will not stand for those being changed or taken away. Of course not. Like if someone from Norman or Oklahoma city, the Oklahoma city area, I'm sure they come up here and they're like, where's if, my fucking cheese water. If No, I'm saying if someone, if one of them was elected, um, Senate, was elected governor of the state uh-huh. and then mandated that cheese water be served in Tulsa Mexican restaurants, uh, I would be first on the picket lines.
0: Yes. You keep that shit in your fucking little <laughs> shithole down there. People will be like, you want to serve us? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> no, I will pay like I will pay upwards of $10 for a small bowl of queso as long as you don't serve me that shit. That was
0: in another one was uh, the bean dip, right? Oh,
1: yeah. Bean, I will, so, bean dip
0: in Tulsa yeah. is refried beans with white queso on top and then you scoop and it
1: I'm up. A, I'm a we- I I'm a weird. Uh, I do not like bean dip. I do not apply to the Tulsa bean dip. Oh, what's your idea. bean dip?
0: Just beans, essentially. That's that's just beans, though, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> what you're describing is beans. Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah, not bean dip. <laughs>
1: like I said, like I I do not. Subscribe to. Well, in Norman, the bean dip gets
0: even weirder. Really? Because they put all kinds of fucking weird shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're putting like vegetables and meat in there. Oh, I have the greatest regionalism for you that I will,
1: I would murder someone over. Okay. Ceviche. Okay. So, uh, ceviche is raw ce- fish. It's, well, it's fish, um, that is cooked through acidity. Um, in a lime juice and you know peppers and, and onions and stuff right yeah yeah but uh the the dish itself is so region specific like uh you know the usa is a is is a you know the, the states are essentially their own countries
0: yes right in, in the, in, the state, in, in a world view the world's the word state it means country
1: yeah yeah you know because you know you go you see a map of europe and you, you get all these tiny little places um or anywhere else really so ceviche is so regionalistic that uh if if you were to serve me chilean ceviche or mexican ceviche i would say that's not ceviche and then stab you for for attempting me to serve serve me some bullshit yeah uh like tomatoes don't belong in ceviche uh there's some place in town that puts mango in it and I have stop ha- with the mango. I have not had the the absolute misfortune of being served that, but I would stab that person.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to. That's yeah. That's one of those things where it's like if you and different cultures make them differently too, like Peruvian ceviche and Brazilian that, ceviche. Oh yeah, that,
1: that's what, it's it's the yeah. the regionalism in that is between is between country lines. Yeah, like um, yeah, if like like. It's got tomato in it. Well, then it's not ceviche. To me,
0: to you, yeah. If it's a uh, if it's not cooked, it's not food to me. That's, a re- <laughs> that's a regionalism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have fun eating your next banana.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat bananas, Tim. I'm not a homosexual. Okay. Yeah. I know how you eat bananas. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a like a King Kong, Donkey Kong, just pop the whole thing <laughs> right the in your whole mouth. Thing. Yeah. Swallow it whole. Yep. Uh yeah, I I I wonder how this kind of stuff crops up. Yeah. Like, how did these doorknobs end up? How did they make the cheese water? How did we how did you guys decide they're pill bugs and we decided they're rolly Why did you call them soda? Why do you call them pop? Why do some call them soda pop? Why do some people call it Coke? Yeah. Like, um, and and we have different words for cars and, and things. I it's it's frankly bizarre.
2: Mm-hmm
0: um and why do we drive on a parkway and park on drive thank you gallagher
1: i appreciate that <laughs> um you want
0: to smash a watermelon now or? i absolutely do <laughs> I, and it's not like i get it i get it when it's different cultures well like you know they have different concepts Yep. but we have the same like we basically have the same origin yeah and yet these people are putting like fucking and water away. in their cheese yeah. It's it's disgusting. It's not good. Like it's it's not doesn't really have flavor. It doesn't have good texture. I would rather just have queso. Like if I got a little thing of queso and salsa for free, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, you'd be you'd be you would be off your fucking
1: mind. You'd be like, do you know that an hour and a half away, the entire city, you, the queso is free. The <laughs> yeah. queso is free. It's seven dollars for a tiny
0: tiny bowl of it here. Uh what are we doing with our lives? Why did we accept this status quo <laughs> yeah. of queso? Uh, now I just really want chips and queso. Oh yeah, I'm, that's absolutely, was, absolutely was, happening. <laughs> I know what we're happening after this. It, like and and the toilets, people indifferent in the in uh, California, they're, more and more of their toilets are the push-button type, where there's a button in the center of the back of the tank and not a handle. Have you seen those? Oh, uh, fucking what? Yeah, you haven't seen these? No. Yeah, so it'll be a button, and it's two buttons. One's a small flush, and one's a big oh, flush. Oh, okay. And you can push both for a biggest flush, which is what I do, what every, you do time. every time. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to take big poops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it's, it's not even that.
1: It's like, even no matter what, you want to be absolutely safe. That
0: the shit is not in here anymore? Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Ex- exactly. Uh, but yeah, they have different, and they have all the like, that's because California has all the, the weird water, water rules yeah, because they're a desert. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're a slight against man. And they also want to raise almonds. Like that's yes. why they have so many <laughs> water problems. Yeah. Uh, the, and, and then there's like the whole cuisines. Like we have Southern food and you have Tex-Mex versus, Tex-Mex actual, versus actual Mexican Mex- food. Yeah. yeah. Most of what you're eating in Oklahoma is Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, in Oklahoma, Mexican food, it costs nothing. Yes. Like, you and I will go out, and we'll have a big dinner, and it'll be, like, $11 a person. Yeah, yep. And you go to, like, Ohio and get Mexican food, and it's $18 a plate. Mm -hmm. And chips and salsa aren't free. I was in fucking Arizona once, and chips and salsa not free at a restaurant called Salsa de Sol that's proud of their salsa bar. Huh. You have a salsa bar and chips are two dollars a basket. Are you out of Holy your fucking shit. mind? That's yeah. how you get people with Yeah. Well, you also get really shitty service. It's one of yeah. the worst Google reviews I've ever written. Wow. That fucking shit box. And then there's I mean, you know,
1: and you know, Tulsa
0: is No, I think it's Salsa de Salsa is huh. what it's called. It's in Flagstaff, Arizona. Don't go there. <laughs> uh Tulsa is a fairly large
1: city, but it's also like not a large city, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, we're a big town, we're a big town, yeah. And so, a lot of like trends, we sort of we're lagging on a lot of trends, um, and yeah. some stuff doesn't even make it. Um, salsa brava, ah, that's the thing. I was talking about Peruvian food, uh, a couple of years ago, like five, five ish years ago, Peruvian food took off in like, um, high end cuisine, like, like, every like in high end cuisine. Uh, I know this from watching Top Chef all these years. Like every couple of years, there's some new, you know, uh, country or region of style of food that will crop up as being like, "Oh, this is the new hotness. Everyone's doing this now." Every now, all of these restaurants are going to fucking explode. You're going to get all these like high end versions of this restaurant. Uh, that with Peruvian food, like five ish years ago, mm-hmm. never happened. Like we never got any of that. There's two. We have two Peruvian places in town. One of them is pretty. One of them is pretty new and they're both you know the only people that go there
0: are people that like Peruvian food and Peruvians,
2: Peruvians yeah
0: <laughs> well like there was that um was it Mediterranean place that was by you for like 15 minutes was it, no it wasn't Mediterranean oh, Caribbean. Caribbean yep holy shit that place had great food yep and then it just pff, yep, nothing and then it turned
1: into a pretty decent um uh Chinese takeout place, yeah. That had not that it was it was they had Chinese, they had Japanese, they had Thai, um, they had Burmese food, uh, and then they went out, and now it's a church Creole place. Oh,
0: eh, Creole food's pretty good.
1: I do, but the, but I I I I want to say, man, she put an ankle in it. <laughs> no, the last last place I went, the last Creole place I went to, I did not like.
0: Yeah, it's because you don't like black people, right? No,
1: it's because every because they they put their brown gravy on literally everything. Everything was just sopping wet with gravy. Uh, brown gravy matters, Tim. I like and I like I like Southern brown gravy, but this was that Creole brown gravy that is not as good. Mm-hmm. Not a house brown gravy;
0: it's yeah. a field brown gravy. No. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's your first issue this week, Tim? Here's what I don't
1: get. Um. Corporate greed for the little things um I think we all know that corporations are very greedy, yes, um but every now and then there's uh you know like like you said the charging for chips and salsa yeah um i you you i mean I've never been charged for chips and salsa, and no, of course not, b- because you know the chips are dirt cheap. You know the average... Especially if they're made in-house. Especially if they're made in-house. And you know the average that you're going to... Um, each table is going to have. Two
0: you know? baskets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know that average. And your salsa, you're putting it in a bunch of stuff anyways.
0: So... Yeah, you're making it by the like five and ten gallon. At, oh, you're making it by 50 gallons at a time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you
1: know, giving a couple of... It's like it's like why would you charge for ketchup? Yes, exactly. And some places have charged for ketchup, right? Yeah, or charging for refills at the soda machine. Um, you know, every now and then, there's you see a place that you know, they're like, oh, here, you know, This the, the manager here or the owner is a penny pincher because they're charging for refills or they're charging for ketchup or they're charging for extra napkins. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Uh, I wanna I wanna ask you a question. On your Nintendo Switch, uh-huh, did you ever have uh, any Joy-Con
0: drift? No, but I switched to the Hori sp- split pad. Oh, you switched right to the away. Hori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: But you've heard about this. Issue. I have, I have this yes. was a
0: day one issue. Yes.
1: Um so a bunch of if you don't know what that is, the a bunch of the switches, uh the the um the sticks on the Joy-Con go bad like
0: right away. Go bad right away. I think right the away. same thing happened on the PS5 controllers too.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, stick drift is a thing for, with all well, controllers. Yeah. It's just the, the what's just it's just the percentage of, you know.
0: That's a, again why PC gaming is the best because you can go into your X input, figure out what your drift is, and make that your new zero point. Yep. Totally fixes it. <laughs> um,
1: well, you know, instead of just taking it, instead of just taking the hit on like the class action lawsuit. It was like, hey, you knew about this, you still shipped it out, uh, and we want recompensation. Yeah, you ever
0: everyone a set of JoyCons?
1: You well, it's not even that. I remember when, um, remember when PSN got hacked, PlayStation got hacked in the early 2010s. Yeah, uh, they got they they took a class action lawsuit against that, um, and all they did was like end up giving giving everyone that was involved a bunch of free games. Yeah, bunch of free old games, which is what you know, you know. This is exactly what Nintendo should do. They should take the bite and say, "Hey, we're sorry we messed up. Here's a free month of um Nintendo Online." Right? That's how most companies these days handle it. Handle it. Yeah. Um well, uh this is how not this this is not how Nintendo is ha- Nintendo is handling this. They are fighting they are fighting all these class action lawsuits. Of course they are. They're pieces of shit. Yeah. Um the Apparently, they're, they have a new defense against these uh, lawsuits. Uh, according to uh, a report, Nintendo's lawyers have recently argued in the case of Sanchez et al. v. Nintendo of America that certain individuals suing the company have no standing because the ones affected by the Joy-Con drift issue
0: are children. So they're thinking because it's something made for children that uh-huh. they don't need to offer a quality product?
1: Yeah. Okay. They're making, they're like, oh, it's for kids and you're not a, Nintendo's for kids. You're not a kid. Uh, kids can't <laughs> sue us and you're not a kid. So it didn't affect you because Nintendo's for kids. Wow. And we can be sued because kids can't sue us.
0: That is an unbelievable insult to the people that are fans of Nintendo, and that should tell you everything you need to know about what console to buy next, yeah,
2: yeah uh,
1: they also uh, Nintendo's defense also cited that uh, the end user license agreement um, switch users must acknowledge before using the system states they must be over eight over the age of eighteen to accept
0: so so it's made for kids, yeah, but in order to use the system, you have to agree that you're over eighteen, yes, huh sounds like they're arguing themselves into like a summary judgment if i was a judge and i saw that shit i'd be like yeah you know what fuck you guys into the earth seven billion dollars yeah that's my problem with class action lawsuits is that you know it ends up being some some big judgment half of that goes to a bunch of lawyers that just pocket it yeah and then the actual victims get like forty dollars Yep. yeah sorry Equifax leaked the uh, personal inf- information and credit info about half of all Americans um you can have 115 dollars or a year of credit monitoring like ah and Equifax is still a company do you remember yep. that happened five years ago yeah yeah that they're still a company yep so clearly like that lawsuit didn't
1: touch their bottom line Mm-mm. um and you know most companies Nintendo being a huge company, They, you know, fuck around with, you know, tax loopholes and uh, so much that, you know, a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit about fucking Joy-Con drift is not going to harm them at all. Of course not. I mean, Microsoft took class action lawsuits up the ass for the Xbox 360 Red Rings. Yeah. Do, Do you know how many Xboxes Red Ring? All of the first gen? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much all of them. That's a 100% failure rate. Yeah. They sold an item. They sold a high-end electronics item with a 100% eventual failure rate. Incredible. And not like in 100 years is going to fail. Within, fi- within, I mean, 5, 10 years. Yeah. That's why you never buy a version 1 of a product. And guess what? Microsoft is... Not only is still a company, they're doing better than ever.
0: And, you know, Bill Gates is literally the devil. Yeah. So, you know, the the Switch, the version one had all kinds of problems. They released the version two, which had a bigger battery Mm -hmm. and better and all that stuff. And now they have an OLED one. Yes. And it's just like, why? I don't understand why gamers haven't learned this lesson. Because uh, the zeitgeist is too powerful, man. I guess so. Cause like the PS Five, right? I'd love a PS Five. Sure. I bet you you want one as well. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm not going to spend one. I'm not going to spend scalper prices on them. No, but of two, not. I'm not going to buy this first console version no. because there's there are always insurmountable problems. Yep. That then they release the first revision, the first new set of hardware. Yeah. That I'm not talking about like when they go to a slim. I just mean after yeah. their day their day one launch. Yep. That whole wave goes out, and then there's, like, a version. That it's, there, it's, it's, it's completely it's, internal.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's completely internal, and there's multiple revisions. There's at least one a year, I would say. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, it's just, it's and it's the small things, like the capacitors and, you
0: know, the chips. Um, yeah, we ran out of this type of chip, so it we went to this next type of chip, which just 5% faster. Yeah, yeah. And they end up working out bugs that they found yes. in finally having a and wide And eventually, launch.
1: they'll do that slim version and of And then whatever. the slim,
0: like the, the 360, you have my 360 slim yeah. that I bought in like 2010. Yeah. That thing is still kicking. Yep. You've gone through two Xboxes since, since you know, that came out before my slim. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through two pre-slim Xboxes. Yeah. So, and that was in... And that, granted, that last one kicked around for a for long quite time. Quite a while, yeah. yeah. It's fair. That was a revision. Slim's still going. I'm sure it'll. It won't play discs in the vertical orientation anymore. Like so, it's it's not. No, no, it does. Oh, it does. I've kept that one vertical the whole time. Oh, I tried to use it vertically and it was not playing discs. I had to start. I don't. I don't, I don't have the space for it to be horizontal. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. So I guess it. It you worked out its kinks, but yep. yeah, it's like it's console. Yep, it'll work but yeah they're good nintendo's gonna be greeny on that god forbid you pay out you have like the biggest video game characters on the planet
1: oh uh, i mean yeah they're the it's uh, the
0: default word for
1: video games yes
0: it's the th- yeah i mean it's the mom word it's the mom word games. for video
1: games turn off you turn you know it's put down your game boy mom this is an, this is an ipad
0: yeah. <laughs> we we have nintendo at home the yeah. nintendo you have at home is a ps5 yeah yeah it's uh, I can't, I can't believe that they would not just like do some little small concession. Yeah. Just because the th- thing about Nintendo fags is like, they can literally do no wrong. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's all breath. Of the wild is still $65 new, even though the game's been out since the switch launched. I gotta buy it. <laughs> I, I Smash Brothers Melee for GameCube is still forty five dollars. I gotta buy it. Like yeah. Nintendo is. Why is Mario Kart Eight still fifty bucks full price? Because they're because Nintend- it's a fucking
1: Nintendo game. Yeah, every, like literally, literally all the things you can you can say bad about Nintendo. It's like it, they don't give a shit because they're Nintendo. Yeah, they don't have to do anything. Like I would. I don't. Their fans will still buy it, and and even outside of that core group that like the people that bought the wii u Mm -hmm. um you know the the cool you know the the eventual innovative stuff they do and just the fact that they have mario and and company will
0: you know sell it to other people the like i would like to own smash brothers only well i when i first got the switch i wanted to get smash brothers just as a game to play with people not as a game that i actually play great party game yeah um but now I think then the novelty of the switch has worn off and mm-hmm. and like maybe maybe one of these days we'll get together for a movie night and instead do a game night and play uh, these yeah. new Mario Kart levels that are coming out in between now and the end of 2023. <laughs> uh but like I'm not going to buy I'm not going to pay $50 for Smash but I'm not going to pay $50 for a game that I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I I would pay 20 bucks for Smash Brothers. But it's a Nintendo game, and it's got all the Nintendo people that I don't even know who nine-tenths of them are. Oh, yeah, of course not. So I'm not fucking interested in paying that much for it. Breath of the Wild is the worst fucking game ever made, and it's still $50. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is $50, and now there's a $25 DLC to get basically a whole double the game Mm now. Oh, Uh, and same with Smash.
1: Like, Smash has, you know, two season passes of... Fighters and so that's a hundred
0: bucks. Yeah, yeah. But they and and yet Nintendo can't just go because I know about I knew about the Joy-Con drift is so bad that there are kits online that to just yep. buy and it's like the screwdriver new Joy-Con and all this shit to uh, to just fix your Joy Cons yourself because Nintendo does not give a fuck about you. Yep. Or you can buy uh this you know, hoary stuff like I have. And I gotta say, that is way better than the Joy Cons for someone with any size camera. Oh, hands. yeah, yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is that it's not also a wireless controller. Yeah. Someone sent me, uh, someone posted in their Discord, they're like, oh, yeah, here's this thing. The new version? It's not a new version. It's a dongle that you can click the split pad into and make it a full size controller, but it's wired into the console for when it's in docked mode. And it's like, yeah, that's nice, but the thing about the hori is that one, Nintendo will not allow you to remap the buttons on a non-Nintendo mm-hmm. controller, which is horseshit. Yeah, and two, it's wired, which is just miserable. Like it's 2022; everything should be wireless with video games. Yeah, unless you're unless you're like doing a PC build and you want the wired keyboard. It, everything's just wireless now why would i mean it's like why does the xbox one controller not have a, re, a built-in rechargeable battery like who yeah. what dipshit said yeah we're just gonna keep letting people use double a's the playstation's had rechargeable controllers since the fucking ps3 yep. get with it oh, that's a good issue tim thank you Uh, I'm sorry. Nintendo is uh, personally sliding you. (laughs) And that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today?
1: Uh, Our first news story comes to us from uh, Pennsylvania. The Aliquippa Junior Senior High School uh, which is a mouthful.
0: It is a mouthful.
1: Uh, is limiting what snacks students can take to school starting on Monday. What? The district posted their new rule on Facebook, which has hundreds of comments and shares. It says that due to excessive amounts of snacks being brought in, each student would only be able will only be permitted to have a bag of chips up to four ounces and one closed drink up to twenty ounces. Uh, how are they going to possibly enforce this? They are. Searching, because this rule also applies to students who bring their own lunch. They say that snacks and lunches will all be searched. That is unbelievable. Um What even is a Fourth Amendment? A school board member says they think that says that they think this is uh good for safety reasons. Of course they do. Um apparently let's see. After quote after seeing the news last night and seeing that there are other districts that are dealing with kids bringing items into the school, uh, a school called South Allegheny uh, had six, caught six students with edibles. Amazing!
0: So that's that's really that, what this is. That's about. That's what this is about. This isn't about snacks. This snacks. is about people doing drugs. Yeah, yeah. But they uh, don't want to. They don't want to say like, yeah, we're only searching the black students.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The superintendent of the school. Said that some students are selling or trading snacks, which is causing arguments and distractions. Mm. So they want
0: to minimize that. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. They just want to. They want to normalize the, the the thought that you don't have a right to privacy. Yeah, that's what schools are for. Yes. The school said that if a student brings more than what's permitted starting Monday, it will be thrown away. So you're just gonna waste food. Waste food and money. I bet some fat bastard security guard is just going to eat all those. Oh, yeah. Tim, uh, if you'll recall, I would have been in violation of that, if you'll recall. Do you remember our senior year when they replaced all of the soda in the soda machines with diet soda? Yeah. As an effort to make things healthy. Yes. And
2: this remember
1: when they took water bottles away because uh, a couple of assholes were pouring
0: vodka in water bottles and bringing them to school and being drunk in class. Yeah, I remember that. But um that was my first introduction to people are are lazy creatures of habit cuz mm-hmm. I started bringing my own soda yes from home and everybody was like this sucks I don't like diet soda and then they just started buying the diet soda cuz that was what was there yeah. and I was like you people look it's not hard like I just I go to the store I buy soda it's in my fridge I put it in a little uh uh cooler bag mm-hmm. And I have it in my backpack, and then when I want a soda, I pull it out and I drink it. It's it's crazy how yeah. that works. But uh, other people that couldn't be bothered because nope. people are lazy creatures of habit, so they started. To say, I guarantee you, if our school, if the vending machines were not making any money, they would have retracted that position. Oh yes. Um, and so now they're they're targeting people like me who bring their own snacks from home rather than what a bunch of assholes.
1: Got to control those kids, man.
0: Yeah. Well, our second news story comes to
1: us from uh, Uganda. Okay. The police in Kalangala, Uganda, have arrested two men for allegedly punching and kicking a third man to death. Wow! During an argument, it is alleged the two assaulted him to death this week after he demanded a saucepan he had lent them. <laughs>
0: So they loaned him a pan. He loaned, he them, loaned them a pan. Uh-huh. He asked for it back, so they beat him to death. So they beat him to death. Holy shit. Um This is why I don't loan my saucepans out. Right? And don't want right? to get beaten to death. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, this is so so general warning if you if you lend someone a pan or a dish of any sort, don't expect it back. Of course not. Not in Uganda. No. Yeah. Uganda get beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. Uh of course it is. Um got one last news story here. Uh as an April Fool's prank.
0: Ugh, uh God damn it. I'm April Fools is such a worthless
1: yeah, holiday. Uh, a, a man named Jared Guinness uh in Dallas. Used 300 drones to create a giant glowing QR code in the sky mm-hmm. uh, near Reunion Tower, and uh, caused a big scene. And people scanned the QR code. And do you know where the QR code led to? A rickroll video. It was a rickroll. Nice. He. he I, I assume this is the the biggest rickroll
2: uh, ever? ever. Maybe.
0: There was I saw a great one. There was a it was the Rick Astley video, and then you hit play, and it turned into the No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh,
1: it was that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the 4K 60fps AI upscale of the Rick roll of the Rick roll? I have not. It's amazing. Yeah. It's no like it is it,
0: <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. Okay. They took. Do you want me to try and play to play that on the show? Now? No,
1: no, no, no. I'm just saying, like someone took someone AI upscaled it in 4K 60 FPS, and it looks amazing. Ex- except for like there's there's a couple of shots where the AI kind of fucks up, but for all intents and purposes, it looks pristine, Ooh, which is amazing.
0: Cool. Now we can rig roll people in 4K. Good. I've, I've only, I have only been Rick rolled, I sincerely like once. Yeah. Most of the time I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably Rick roll I'll click yeah. it. Do, 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 do. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I don't click videos. You don't know what they are that, but also when it happens, I'm not upset. Me either. It's a good song. It is. I like it. Maybe we may be one of the few, the proud, <laughs> the Rick Astley fans. Yeah. Is that, the, is that it? That's it. Well, this has been... The the
2: News Network. Definitely not fake news.
0: And that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, paying for an 8K AI upscale of the 4K never going to give you up mm-hmm. video in Dolby 22.7 surround sound. If you want to help us with that project, you can visit patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which leads to a video of Rick Astley. singing <laughs> We're never going to give you up. Uh, anyway. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one bucks tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. Our $2 tier, we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. Our $5 tier, we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate. Talking about what's great. Our $10 tier, we do our monthly movie commentaries. And our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can demand uh, special content. You can ban someone. You can promote someone. You can have the whole show canceled if you want. We'll do anything you anything in our power for $50. Uh, you know, I'm not gay, but $50 is $50. Yep. Make Tim launch an OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, but let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. Squandering opportunities so uh i'm back at my old college and and most people would say why are you here Mm -hmm. i i I don't think that they thought that i would say yes which is a smart thing to think i I probably wouldn't have if if we hadn't had the scamdemic Mm -hmm. and i was still working as a house tech i would probably have said no to this Uh, but the way the world has changed, the way my perception of things has changed, Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'd love to come rub my nuts on the faces of people. And so I said, yes. And I went back and mixed this show and I had a good time doing it. Like it's, I, I haven't really gotten to do real work like this in a long time. Like I'm there, the audience is all around me. They're energized by the show. Their energy like feeds my focus and, um, you know, that's what I wanted to do. That's why I went into, I wanted to do theater. I didn't want to do spreadsheets and set calls and monitor, make sure people are working in field complaints. Like that wasn't, I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah. I do it because nobody else wants to. And if I'm not doing it like this, will will it'll, it'll, it'll everything will fold. There will literally be no stage work available in Tulsa. Um. And so, I, you know, you just play the cards that you're dealt, and I got dealt these cards to do this show, and I, I took it, and it's been fun, it's been enjoyable, and I'm hoping that maybe it opens me up to other opportunities, because I, I used to think, I'll never go back there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I thought that about several th- places, and I've kind of come around to, I'm just not going to say that anymore, because, you know, here, I made a bunch of money doing yeah. this, so... Why would I limit my ability to make money on some stupid principled stance that doesn't really, it doesn't gain me anything. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't, all it would do is lose me something. And I I see people like losing out on, on something, on stuff because they have, they've taken some principled stance. And I just like, yeah, but wouldn't you also like to go in there and flex your nuts and be like, look, look, I'm making more money. Like when I go, I go back and work in the building I used to work in mm-hmm. and I make more money doing it <laughs> and I work fewer hours overall and I get to just like be this thorn in their side. The fucking CEO of the company keeps asking people why I'm there. Why is he here? Um, <laughs> Because he represents all of these people that are working for you and he has a contractual access to everywhere that his people are working. And also he chose to dedicate his life to working in theater. And you're one of the two major venues in this fucking city. What did you expect me to do? Yeah. You expect me to just like roll over and die or move away? Yeah, of course. No, I'm going to be the fucking thorn in your side. You have to deal with me now. Fuck you. Um, and so now I get to rub my nuts back in my alma mater's face and just be like, look, I'm I'm the goat. There is no there is no argument that can be made. You know, The last episode, I said all these people were being very nice to me. Mm-hmm. Well, then I, I was in town for one day. I went back and did a show. The dean of the College of Fine Arts came to me, made a point to come to me but during one of the rehearsals and say, Tab, it is so good to have you back here. You're doing a great job. I'm so glad we could work this out. Let me know if you need anything while you're here. I am the goat. <laughs> There's no doubting it. And... The squandered opportunity comes from the people that were there when I was there that are now still there. Still there. Um, they were left an opportunity to build a department, a mm-hmm. sound department. Like, OU has never really had a sound department. It was just kind of cobbled together, this like bastard child where, yeah, we need people that can mix shows, but we don't really know how to teach it. Yeah. So then they hired a guy who had did sound design and lighting design and projection design and like, okay, you have to run these departments. And then they expanded and it's like, okay, now we have a projections person. Now you just have sound and lighting. Like, all right, cool. Now we have a lighting person. Now you just have sound. And an opportunity to recruit and build a sound department yeah. to rival like these other fine arts programs and just did nothing with it. Like they there was one guy before me. There was one guy before him. Those, those two had like a year or two years of overlap. Yeah. I had a one year of overlap with guy number two. And then while I was there, they brought in two more students that I like gave them a lot of the knowledge that I have. And when I left, there were supposed to be two more. So that was going to be four when for three of my four years, there was just one of us. (laughs) And It was like things were going up and then those guys graduated and they didn't like keep replacing them to the point now where everybody has left the sound department and they have to call upon someone that they don't really want to come in and fucking save the day because no one else can mix a show they don't have anyone yeah. from what i hear from what i hear about my alma
1: mater yeah. in my department uh it has similarly gone downhill in that they lost uh a staff member who did you know like the brunt force uh like i mean just like all the emails and uh organizing things uh were from them and i don't think they even do um like the
0: um the sh- screenings anymore yeah i I don't get it you have you lean so hard on these like few people who are willing to do something and then they leave they they just get burnt out they yeah. get they get done, and this the o u case is not like that like they could they were making it easier to build a, a sound program and they, it's just been thrown away and it's a shame because it's just as integral of a part. And really, um, right now, people who can mix are at such a premium. Like I could just, if I, if I was willing to take less money, yeah, I could just fucking call any Broadway tour and go, here's my resume and hop on right away. Thousand bucks a week, maybe 1200 bucks a week, maybe. Um, Like imagine that. Imagine that opportunity. If you had, if you had four students graduating this May, I guarantee you they could all mix. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you that they could have jobs on June first. Yeah, right. Just or or in a house venue, whatever kind of job they wanted, they could go get it. And that is huge. As for an educational establishment, the more people who have your degree, then that basically sells you to other students to be able to say like, yeah, we have a guy on tour with, uh, you know, my fair lane and a guy on tour with South Pacific and a guy on tour with this, like that they graduated, they graduated last year and they're, you know, they're They're mixing live tours. We got a guy mixing Megadeth, and it's just been squandered. And I don't, I don't really understand why, because it's, it just takes a little bit of effort. And then it, it's like self feeding. You just have to go out and you have to recruit people. You have to go to these high schools and like hear that. Cause high schools put on musicals and that you mixed a high school musical too. Yeah. Like if I'm in this guy's position, I'm showing up at the, the thing you're doing and being like, Hey, uh, would you, are you interested in doing this for college? <laughs> I, I run this program. You know, this sounds pretty good. We can make you better. And that, that was the thing when I was there was that, I was workshopping with them what the curriculum should be. Oh, uh, yeah. I was I was like, I this is, I want to, uh, there's no more time, but this is the class that I want to take. Like I pitched them a class where it was just a class where all you did was mix. And the way you, all you did was mix was by partnering because the school of music does all these live events and they're constantly, hi- they're constantly having a board op in there. And it's like, why don't we make that board op free for like you you get me to pay for it basically to go mix 15 shows a semester? <laughs> Jazz and orchestra and big band and just every little event that can possibly be mixed. This is now a grade. And what did you learn? And what did you like get? The learned? little the only intricacies you have to do to, yeah. between the different- here's how this these these different boards work. Yeah. And and tuning your ear. To be able to to listen, like learning about RF, uh and they just yeah. kind of sat on it. And now like what are you what are you gonna do next year? Like I managed to make this one work. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do next fall when you have another another show? Are you gonna get a new freshman in? Are you gonna put a freshman on a big musical? are you going to call me again? Do you really want to take that expense again? And not to mention the expense, but the clear uncomfortableness that all you theater department (laughs) people have, most of them didn't even say hello to me. Gosh. I know. Finally, the the head costume person, he said hello to me and was like, how are you doing? What are you doing? And had a brief conversation about something. And it was very pleasant. But like the head of the department, the person who – uh, you know, was over what I was doing. Not one fucking word said to me, man, great big nut flex right in his face. Yeah. I am the goat and I am the goat with nothing that you gave me. Yeah, I think that that's really what I came to. I think that the problem that the OU people had with me was that I was not malleable no, you had our yeah. I had I had my I was a good engineer when I got to OU. I was a better engineer when I left at OU. Uh But that was more just I was honed. Yeah. I was honing it. You you couldn't bend me. You were honing it. I would. Yeah, you couldn't shape me into your little OU student that gets put out in the world and goes and wants to be a designer. So they they suffer through shitty job after shitty job until they can make their star on Broadway. That was not who. That's they'll never be who I am. I want to make money. I do things that make money. That's it. Uh, and so because of that, like, yeah, I could hone my skills and get better, but I was not going to be turned into this like automaton who believes that art is a process. <laughs> there's no process. Do you know how I know there's no process? Cause I didn't sit down and workshop for six weeks, how to mix this show. Yeah. I walked in fucking sat down and started mixing it. I didn't even have time to read the script. I had, I, I sat down at a Wandel probe hearing the band for the second time, hearing the voices for the first time and reading the script while we're doing this. There's no process there. You're either good enough to do that or you're not. There's no <laughs> class you can take. That'll make you yeah. able to do that. Yeah. The only way to do that is by doing it a lot and just, and knowing how to make things sound good. I'm, I'm working on stuff and my old mentor, he's still there. He's not in charge of the sound department anymore, but he came in and he's like, Holy shit. You EQ the shit out of this room. Like I really didn't. I just did this little bit here, and I showed him my my cues. Like this sounds fucking great. They didn't. That wasn't a thing that you. I wasn't taught in the class. Oh, the first thing you do is you know EQ the room. It's just that's just something that. Oh, <laughs> this doesn't sound very good. How do I make it better? Yeah, maybe a little bit of shaping here, a little bit of tonality there. Rolling this shit out. Boom, rig sounds ten times better and they had an opportunity to i i do think that is teachable i think you can teach like here i think you can teach people to understand how to approach this work i think you if you give someone enough time it, they can learn to at least be in, a good enough fader jockey to fake it
2: yeah.
0: and but that takes work you need you have this opportunity to build and
1: work is hard
0: work is As hard. In especially
1: it's it's hard to um, you know, for especially for a small program to mm-hmm. get, you know, uh, hey, can we have the theater? Can we the, can the sound department have theater for the, have have the theater for a class on
0: Wednesday? No, we're fucking using it. Yeah, right. Um. Well, and the rising tide lifting all ships. Like, if OU sound department becomes notable, mm-hmm. that helps me. Yeah, as out there. In, oh, you have a degree in sound from OU? That, they have a great sound department. Yes, they do. I was there in its inaugural stages. Yeah. Uh, but if OU has a shitty sound department, you have a degree in sound from OU? Do they even have a sound department? No, not really. Not really. Ah, so, yeah, so uh, what do you know then? Mm. Mm, yeah. What I was trying to say is like, you know, the work is hard.
1: The easy part is, you know, the classroom stuff the
0: you know take, sitting there and talking about all sitting the there and talking
1: about a in theory yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah you can do that a uh, hundred days in a row that was uh, the sound class that that i the first sound class i took at ou it was we did a bunch. you know we did a classroom work we had a book we went through the book got all that information and then the second half of the um semester like we'd knocked that out in just a couple weeks the second half of the semester was just fucking around with stuff yeah we went and took and and set up little small portable pa systems and set microphones and held them in front of speakers and got them to squeal and then we made the system stop squealing without moving the mic
2: Mm.
0: we and then we went we're working in a bigger theater and playing music and playing with shaping the room and shaping the tone and working on panning and like it was, it was the thing that I amazes me about that class is that I took that class with one other student and I had a tremendous amount of mixing work. Mm-hmm. I'd been doing it for many years at that point. The, I was taking it with an actor who like, liked listening to music, oh,
2: gotcha. yeah.
0: had set up some, done some sound stuff with like a band, but really didn't know anything about it. And that class easily could have been a class where the teacher explained to him like an idiot Mm -hmm. how all this stuff worked. Or it could have been a class where him and I just talked shop and this guy was left out. But he made a class that was fascinating to me and fascinating to him. Both of us passed it with flying colors. Both of us, we got different varying levels of knowledge out of it. But but at the end of that class, like... He knew how to set up a sound system and make it work and and do rudimentary mixing. And I knew, I had a better understanding of how the pieces fit together and how to make that scale up to something big and like... How do you not just make that a required class for everyone? right? Like everyone has to take basic stage lighting so they understand lighting. Why doesn't everyone have to take basic sound so that they understand that these microphones taped to their face aren't magic? you still have to be loud? Ah, just a just a waste. Just a squandered opportunity. It's very disappointing. Well Tim, what is your second issue this week? Well, speaking of
1: squandered opportunities, here's what I don't get this new halo tv show yeah. uh, i was not excited for this at all i knew it was going to be terrible this the the other thing the other way we could phrase this is getting jj'd yeah um, because that's absolutely what what they've done to this uh, the funny thing is is like the jj thing with star trek was a surprise yeah right cuz he had you know he had done tv and had done uh you know produced some movies and stuff and he he probably directed something before that but they were like oh it's this new hotshot guy who you know got his starts in tv and now he's he's getting up there in the ranks and they gave him a big franchise to go shape into his own and then he you know he you gave him a silver platter and he just pulled down his pants and took a giant shit on it yep um Whereas this is like, there has been no positive response to it at response all. to it in the last, you know, as, as long as it's been, they've been trying to make halo work on, on screen, whether that be movie or TV for as long as, you know, the last 20 years. Um, and there was a, you know, there was a point where it was Neil Blomkamp. He was the new hot sci-fi guy. He was going to do. Halo. Uh, yeah. uh, he even shot a short, um, then it was going to be, uh, um, the, uh, Peter Jackson was going to, was going to do it. Right. Um, but as you know, as soon as the, this, this new show actually started make going underway, like the press about it, about it has just been, they've been fucking, fucking themselves in the ass with their own press. You know, they do these previews and they're like, so, um, you know, what, what 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 part of the games did you guys, you know, really take from this into the show? And the fucking asshole is, you know, "Oh, we didn't pay attention to the games at all. What are video games? I don't know what those are." <laughs> is that
0: are you talking about the Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. We never played My kids the got one of those. Yeah.
1: Um and they've just been digging their own grave with this new show and truckin' and tucking uh, watched it watched the first episode and uh he's a he you know he he's a casual halo fan as as is his roommate yeah and i'm a i'm a casual halo fan you know nothing about halo other than it's you know a video the game they sci- shoot aliens yeah sci-fi yeah. sci-fi you know shooty um and he 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 you know he took us through like you know the first big action piece uh, the like the continuity error in the actions that you know he, he, it, what, that's that that's the kind of stuff you notice first watch and it's like if if you can't get like continuity in your big action scene your big
0: opener big action opener
1: scene. action scene then like how is any of this gonna make any sense and he's showing you know God it's just I. I don't know why they keep doing this. Yeah, they're, they're and and the, the 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 reasons I've heard is like, oh, well, we want to be able to reach a bigger audience. Yes, but like Reacher on Amazon Prime. Yeah, who who's, who watched that first
0: first day it came first first week it came out? Who watched it? People who were interested in the Jack Reacher series.
1: People who knew the books and yeah. liked them. People maybe people who had seen the movies. Yeah, and we're like, oh, they're doing a, sh- a series. I like those movies with Tom Cruise. Let's
0: watch this and be like, oh wow, this is this is different, but I but it's still good. Um, a perfect example of this is me. I watched Reacher because I like the Jack Reacher books. Yeah, and then I said to Tim, Tim, this show is fucking great. Yeah, and and I knew about it because
1: you're so so. it was the are, other people you were
0: aware that it existed.
1: Yeah, yeah I, the other people that watch it soon are are you know friends and family of the people that are into that, right? Then sure, you have some scragglers that are people that are into action that saw a trailer for it. You mm-hmm. might have caught it. Um, but when you're, when you're, you know, doing an extension of a series, like those are the people you need to be, not even placating, you need to be sucking their dicks. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. If, if the Halo TV show is good, and you and Truckin' and Tech were like, the Halo TV show is fucking great. Like I'm interested enough in, in sci-fi, sci-fi action yes. that I would watch it. Yes, and and sure, maybe I wouldn't really get, you know, I wouldn't know all the history, but yeah. I could enjoy enjoy it as a series. Uh, enjoy it as a good sci-fi action series, but like trucking and tucking is, goes hey have you seen the, the episode of H- Halo yet and we're both like no I heard it's terrible he's like oh you have no idea <laughs> and then he shows it to us and we're watching this me knows nothing about Halo yeah. and I'm like this doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it's um, me and, and, and specifically with Halo right cause uh of all, like the video game franchises, Halo, Halo is up there, but there's not like the the ones above it, right? Your Mario, your Pokemon, your Grand Theft Auto, uh, your Minecraft, um, like no one is out there. Like, sure, I bet, I bet there's a Super Mario Wiki, yeah, where some fucking uh, autistic guy is like. Here's all the named enemies, you know, and, uh, and Grand Theft Auto has stories, but like, there's not a lot of Mario lore. There's not, there's no lore in Grand Theft Auto. Cause it's, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a realistic crime thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo is a sci-fi series, uh, and sci-fi just lends itself to abundance of lore as, as, as this fantasy. Yeah.
0: Well, um, like like Star Trek, there's you know do- hundreds of little references between things, and there's there's a whole historical timeline that I can tell you all about. Right, right. You, you can you
1: can get into the Halo story and lore without ever touching the games,
0: because they have books and comics and Red versus Blue
1: and like and. Uh, Anime the there was a they did a for a series for I think it was a series maybe a movie Forward Unto Dawn people that like Halo like that. Um you know they've done other short stuff. Um the same way like you can you can get into you can you know some some fantasy series, you know, Elder Scrolls, they've they've got novels and stuff, Dragon yeah. Age, um like you can get into all the you can get into those things without touching the games, but like all those things aside from, you know, every now and then they'll be like, Oh, this story is not canon. Right. That story from that well, that one comic story is, is not canon. Right. It's cool, but you don't pay attention to it. Um, like all that stuff is especially halo. Cause when I was younger, um, I read a lot of the halo novels. Yeah. I've read, you know, I remember really liking Ghost, you know, the Fall of Reach of course, The Flood, but Ghost of Onyx um and you know, I stopped reading them, but they were still pumping them out. There's whole it's I mean, there are there there's dozens of them. There's dozens of Halo books. Not to mention the I have one of the comic collections, but you know, they've done so many more um you have in a and I and I get that like I get that when you're, you're doing an adaptation, you don't want to just make the thing, because what's the point if you just make the thing again?
0: Yeah, well, like the Marvel movies, right? They, uh, yeah. Age of Ultron. They, they, yeah, they follow kind of the Ultron storyline, but they change it enough that it's yeah, you're not just watching a direct adaptation, the, uh, which is one of the problems with Watchmen. Is that it's a direct? Ad, it's just, it's
1: almost like word for word, for beat shot. for beat, shot for shot, which is, you know, no because one, Zach Snyder has
0: no creativity.
1: Yeah. No one likes that in any form. Shot for shot remakes of movies. Everyone, the first thing out of any, anyone's mouth is why?
0: Like, who was it that made the psycho in the
1: early 2000s? Uh, was it, I,
0: the director, was it, uh, Gus Van Sant? I think so. And it was, it was just psycho, but it had in color with Vince Vaughn and, uh, no, um, the redheaded lady, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah, and it was, it was just off. Something about it was off. Like it was neat that they reshot yeah. Psycho, but it yeah, wasn't it was Gus good. Van
1: Sant. Which is weird because Gus Van Sant is a fucking weird, like, indie out there director. Yeah. Um, but to just take a complete shit on a beloved franchise and on its big
0: debut. Well, they, I mean, it's the same studio that's do that did star Trek. Yeah. Like I, it would be like asking me to make a halo TV series. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I it, have it, it no works. business being, I, I don't, I don't like halo. I don't have any interest in halo. Yeah. Uh, outside, I mean, master chief looks cool. That's it. Like, yeah. i I'm not, not the guy for you. And I don't understand why they don't, they Haven't figured that out, uh, yeah. Uh, because th- this show is just being shat on by literally everyone. Yep, there, I don't think there's anyone like Star Trek. Uh, the new Star Trek stuff has his defenders, which are just like soy breathing, soy eating mouth breathers who are like, I like space and explosions, yeah, it's more like Star Wars. I like Star Wars, you know, and people that have never actually watched Star Trek, Star Trek yeah, but this has non-fans going this is stupid this this has long-term mm-hmm. time fans fucking hate it yeah and they have absolutely every right to master chief takes his fucking helmet off in the first episode In the first fucking episode and then trucker
1: tugging said that he it just leaves it off he leaves it off the next episode and takes the armor off things that don't happen in the video games yeah
0: i just it puzzles me Who's in the decision-making level of this stuff? Because I would think... I would think you would hire someone, like we were talking about on the drive over here, and I said, think about if they made this series right, and they're like, yeah, so we got this this TV producer who doesn't really know much about Halo, but then he hired the guys that wrote the video game to write the, like, general thrust of the first season, or he hired the guys that wrote the books to write some episodes, or he hired these couple of people who had done fan films to, like, do some production design, You you would... Like that would be a selling point. That would yes. be an advertising point. But then these guys go on in, in interviews like, yeah, so what What experience did you have with Halo? And I could at least respect someone who like uh, Nicholas Meyer directed Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Uh-huh. Do you know what Nicholas Meyer did before he directed Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan? What? He watched every fucking episode of the original series and took notes. And he was like, you know, who'd make an interesting villain is what if we revisited this con thing from Space Seed? And then he wrote Star Trek 2, and it's regarded as the best fucking Star Trek movie. Yep. I can at least respect these because I'm one guy who's like, you know i'm I was never really into Halo I was more of a Nintendo guy or whatever, but when we got asked to do the series, we sat down and i I played all three games or five games or however many fucking games there are it's a lot now. and I read I read That's some not, of the, not that much not that you would not take you know. You could probably knock it out in a weekend, oh, yeah. especially if you had a strategy guide. Like, I just absorbed the story. Like, I, I watched, uh, you know, this edit on YouTube that was the story and really tried to understand who the characters were and all this stuff. But these guys are proud of the fact. They're like, yeah, yeah I never played video games were for fags. i <laughs> uh, never fucking played. We just decided, you know, we take the guy in the green suit, kind of do whatever the fuck we wanted, because fuck you. Like, they might as well just call you guys, call the Halo fans, like, the N-word. Yeah, all you dumb... Faggots <laughs> with your fucking stupid TV, fucking stupid video game. This isn't for you. I don't understand what, where they think that'll be successful. Just insulting the fans will, will be. It, it has not worked out yet. 2016 was when the Lady Ghostbusters came out and they were like, oh, it's yeah. not for you. You men are all stupid. That should have been the first and last thing in this movement of insulting the fans before you make something. But it's apparently not. Apparently that's going to keep on going forever. Right. Man. And I I truly don't understand who this shit is made for. Who who is who who is it made for? Not made for you. It's made for the shareholders. It's not made for me. Yeah. Because I watched 5 minutes of it and I was like this is fucking stupid. These guys are you know, they, these guys the thing that got me was that they're wearing they're wearing um force field suits or they have a force field and they're just being shot at by machine guns Mm. and nothing's going through. And then master chief lands and like kicks one of the nuts and his force field goes off. Yeah, And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Now, I guess maybe at some point you could explain that they're like armor, but he, he, then he picks up the same machine gun that was not working earlier and just wipes a bunch of them out. Oh yeah. And I, it's just, okay, this is clearly not made for me because I have a thinking brain. Mm-hmm. Now, if Master Chief had landed with a big machine gun and his big machine gun worked, I'd be like, okay, he's got a special machine yeah. gun, but he picks up the same machine gun they were using. Uh, I I just, I hate all these people. I, I hate them. They're... You can't find, I mean, especially with Halo, with I could, I could find, let's see, um, Dude, you could throw a rock at, you, at a crowded event and probably hit someone who could give you the basics of Halo. Right,
1: but just the people that have written Halo books. I just Googled Halo novels. Here's the Halo Wikipedia page. Um, so off the off the top of my, my head, William C. Dietz um, has written a bunch of them. But uh, you got Eric Nyland, William C. Dietz, Eric Nyland again, Eric Nyland again. I would... First person I would get if I was making a Halo TV show, fucking give me Eric Nyland on the dot. He wrote Ghost of Onyx, which was great. Um, Tobias Buckle wrote uh, the Grey Team series. Uh, You got Greg Bear, who I know of. Uh, Karen Travis, who wrote the Gears of War books, which were pretty good. Uh, Matt Forbig wrote a couple. Troy Denning. Kelly Gay. (laughs)
0: I mean, gay. Troy
1: Denning again, Cassandra Rose Clark, Joseph Staten, John Shirley, Peter David, Matt Forbit Kelly Gay, Troy Peter Denning, Peter David,
0: Peter David writes Star Trek books.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, he wrote a Halo book, Hunters in the Dark follows a human Sangali expedition to the Ark in the post-war era. Huh. Frank O'Connor, uh, Joseph Staten, not to mention, and those are all the novels. I mean, I could go to the anthology section and and read off of of 20 more people. Or you could just like read the fucking... um Those are established writers that have written books in this lore. Even if you wanted to be like... Even if you wanted to say, okay, yes, we're making a Halo TV show. We're not going to completely stick to the canon. This is going to be an alternate timeline where we can tell uh, kind of our own story.: Our own story, but we got a bunch of the people that know Halo to do that, and not some fucking idiot who doesn't know Master Chief from Mario. Yeah,
0: uh, I just they're all miserable people. Yeah. Don't, don't these people have kids? <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's the thing is the people who played Halo are 30 now. Well, yeah, but the execs are sixty and seventy, so yeah, that's fair. I, I just, I don't know. I, I wish they would just stop. Like, just if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to put the effort into it to make it right, yeah, just don't fucking do it. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather not have a Halo series. I'd rather they not have Star Trek TV shows. on yes. the, on, on the yes. air rather than what the, what's on now. I'm sure you'd rather there just not be a Halo TV series. Yeah. Uh, like who's it for? Like this uh, fucking TV show that ne- that uh, Amazon's doing that's set in the Lord of the Rings universe, but oh, can't actually use the Rings any of Lord Power. Of... Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucking wants to wants that. No, nope. we were we were fine with the Lord of the Rings movies. The Lord yeah. of the Rings fans had Lord of the Rings movies; they were good to go. Ugh. yeah. Well,
1: that's a great issue, Tim. So next time, I next time I think like. Oh, why,
0: like, why is this taking forever to be developed? It's because it's gonna suck. That's why this is why Reacher is such a standout show. yeah, because everything around it is just dog shit <laughs> just made by people that don't fucking like the thing for people that don't that don't consume the thing yeah. and then this like one show in fucking 10 years this they're like yeah let's let's kind of closely adapt the book and try and match the character and the tone and make interesting things and make him a, actually a good guy and you fucking make a series that it was the biggest series that Amazon's ever put out yeah how do you not I which just, is crazy because I, if yeah. if uh
1: if it was up to Amazon or if if if, if by like looking on Amazon was any um example, the biggest series they've ever put out is Wheel of Time, which I'm sure they're advertising the shit out of because not enough people are watching it, and the CG budget for season two is going to go fucking downhill, and it's going to look even worse than season one.
0: Yeah. I, I But it's like the TV's TV shows aren't made for us. They're made for people that don't think. They're yeah. made for people that are programmable. And I understand that Halo, it was already, it was, you know, in the pipe already by the time Reacher came out, but that should be that should be a signal to all of these development companies. Like, whoa, whoa, what if we made pre-existing properties for the people that already like the pre-existing property?
1: Yeah. And you can change, like, like you know, that and other, and other shows should be enough to be like, yeah, you can change stuff.
0: Don't worry. Yeah, you worry. can absolutely change stuff. You can stuff. absolutely
1: change stuff. You can change, like, whole giant plot points if you want to and most fans will be like okay that's a decision you know it's not exactly the same but if I wanted to be if I wanted it to be exactly the same I just go back and read the book
0: yeah yeah anyway well this has been here's what I don't get I'm Tab Burt I'm Tim the handlebreaker catch you guys next week see ya call in here's get hotline call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get or you can leave us a voicemail in the discord under voicemail upload we have got one here it's uh 91 seconds long and it looks like it's from Deadhelm let's uh see how this goes
3: hey guys Deadhelm here and I have a do get this weekend it's being back in a fucking pickup truck you know uh when I went and went on my mildly autistic rant on the episode I appeared on. You guys got to see my fucking inbred. But, man, I fucking hate hybrids. They make me feel like a massive fucking faggot driving them. And, uh, you know, obviously I've my spent my whole life in large SUVs that are just trucks on – SUVs on truck platforms and shit. So I'm like, yeah, I'm used to driving trucks and shit. I've, that's what I've been in my whole life. So – Finally, I said, Mom, fuck it. We're in Texas. I'm getting a truck. She's like, whatever, man. You're an adult. Go do whatever you want. I'm like, all right, fucking cool. Now I'm in a truck again. And holy fuck, people don't run you off the road. You don't get blinded by Silverados and shit. It's so nice. You know, I'm doing 20 miles to the gallon because I got the smallest V6 possible in the Ford lineup. But, you know, I only lost 12 miles to the gallon. 12 miles to the gallon? to To a hybrid. God damn. Yeah, you know, I was considering, you know, I was used to driving that old he lost 12. 90s piece of shit. Yeah, and, it's a lot, uh, but That's a lot. You're only doing like eight to the tank. So, you know, fuck, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, hope this all came through because, you know, there's fucking clouds overhead. And for some reason in Texas, that means, you know, I get to leave autistic rants. Later, guys. Stay serious.
0: Man, price of gas these days. 12
3: Can you miles.
1: imagine filling up uh, your old truck
0: Right now? Both. Yeah, that thing made like 16 miles a gallon on the highway. And had two tanks. It had two tanks that I think one was 16 and one was 18 or something in that area. Yeah, imagine filling that up today. God, that would suck. I feel sorry for the guy I sold that thing too. <laughs> $122.40, the price of gas here right now. Man. And every 544 miles I have to fill up. Jesus. On a good on on highway driving. On highway, driving, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Uh, I got another one here. Matt from Minnesota.
3: Hey boys, Matt from Minnesota just uh, wanted to tack on to the fuck hotels uh, issue this week. Every time I've stayed at a hotel, the continental breakfast is always North America. Can we, like, switch it up once in a while? Can I get, like, an Asia? Maybe... No,
1: you don't want an Asian breakfast. Fucking
3: Antarctica? Dog. Something? No. Uh, That's my terrible joke for the week. See you later.
0: I love being incontinent.
1: Breakfast. (laughs) Breakfast from around the world sounds good. When you like stick to like eggs and pork and bread. Yeah. Products. But then I, I guarantee you a Asian uh, continental breakfast would not fly at a Hilton.
0: Oh, well, there are too many white people that stay at Hilton. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's, oh,
1: oh, breakfast is fucking fish and rice. Get the fuck out of here. That's
0: the problem with uh with all the. Hotel breakfasts is, is that they get boiled down to like the lowest common denominator, which is a white woman. Yeah, and she wants a waffle and eggs and a sausage link and a yeah. bacon link strip, and like that's it, or a little bowl of Maybe cereal, a, muffin. a bagel, yeah. muffin. Yeah, she doesn't want to try. She doesn't want anything that has like no flavor. No, <laughs> that's why they eggs. You know when I make eggs, right? And I, I do scrambled eggs because I can't Same. fucking do anything else.
1: Right. uh I just that's that's what I prefer.
0: Yeah. I take a little measuring cup and I break my eggs in there and then I add butter and milk and fuckload of garlic, basil, oregano, salt, pepper. And I stir that shit up and then I pour that all mixed mixed in pre-season yeah. and that's what I scramble. And so I have these eggs that have the cuz egg has no flavor basically. It has, a, it has that slight eggy flavor. Yeah, but, but you you're yeah. en- you enhance it with all that other stuff and it's like wow, this is this is good. And then I have, you know, hash browns on the side the eggs you get at the at a hotel they don't even have They're, fucking salt and pepper no on. it's just a, cart, a carton of egg. it's a carton of egg it's like well, who who is this fucking for it's yeah. for white women because they can't oh this is too spicy a little bit of mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. Like that with the, Mazio's had that pizza that was like a spicy lover's pizza. Oh yeah. And it was the spicy pepperoni and it had spicy marinara and it had jalapenos on it. And I think it had like spicy Cru- sausage on it. Crushed red pepper. Crushed red pepper. Already. Yeah. And it was like that shit was good. And yeah. then Truckin' and Tuckin' went to go buy it again. They're like, Yeah, we don't have it anymore. Like you you had it for like a week. <laughs> not, not enough white women wanted it. Yep. <sighs> Fuckers. Anyway, well, those are our voicemails this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Two hundred eighty episodes strong,
2: straight through mm-hmm. champions. Yeah. Uh, until next time.